My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, sorry, I just swallowed a burp. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And wow, who are all these new patrons? We've got Laura, Heather, Sarah, Greg, Jenna, and salamander, an actual salamander. An actual salamander. Guys, welcome so much to the team. Welcome so much welcome to the team. so much. Welcome so much <laughs> to the team. Uh, thank you for being here. And uh, we have very generously someone who's contributed to our podcast, a friend of the podcast. We might actually make... Uh, patreon coins oh yeah yeah physical physical coins that we'll mail out to some of our patrons not bitcoins not bitcoins don't <laughs> i was very confused not i was like into- yeah. every time i hear a coin i'm like oh no you're like oh no i don't buy it <laughs> uh they're physical coins and we're gonna design them and like one side might say yes and the other side might say no so then when you ha- come to a hard life decision you can flip it and then that's fun. I like do, that. Do it the web crawler's way. Just let the web crawlers guide you. The web crawler's <laughs> coin guide you. And hopefully nothing bad will happen. Um, so welcome to the team. Look for those soon. Melissa, what is our episode on today? This was suggested by Flump. 
in the yeah, Discord. That. Yeah, I'm excited for Flump's It was story. on um, uh, Maria's Demon who sends us like monthly suggestions that are from the discord i was going through and i saw this one i was like hmm what is this flumps on to something here (laughs) we're flumps to something (laughs) we're flumps to something and i started reading this and i was like how have i never heard this story and it was turned into a movie oh called the two yes (laughs) trolls two back back in america (laughs) this movie called the changeling Starring oh my god, Angelina yes, Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Yes. I have never heard of this movie or oh, seen it. Oh, this story's crazy. Yeah. And it's a real story. And so I watched yes. the movie and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, I don't really remember what happened, but I remember this being like, what the fuck? So on March 10th, 1928, was that one day after your birthday? After my birthday, when but, I was born in 1928. <laughs> years in the past. Yes. Christine Collins' nine-year-old son went missing in Los Angeles, California, Uh-oh. where we are now. Yes. Months later, the FBI found her son, but when they were reunited, Christine claimed that this was not, in fact, her son. Oh, God. So what happened next is full of unimaginable twists and turns in a case of the most extreme gaslighting that i've ever heard of Ooh, let's get let's into get it into it um wasn't there also like a not not the angelina jolie movie and not this particular case but wasn't there also a documentary the imposter yes okay yeah, yeah the french guy yes that family who lost their son and then this guy they're like we found your son in france like nine years later and this guy came back over, and they're like, oh, our son is home. We're like, thank God, had different color eyes, didn't look anything oh, like God. their son. But they both were like, yes, I'm let's your son. Yes, let's yeah. just do it. It turned out to you be get this so like, huge fraud guy who like pretended to be like so many different people. One of the best documentaries ever. Yeah, there's an episode of Grey's Anatomy on that, too. Are you? I know you're watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Did you read that Elizabeth Finch article? The woman who no. who made up all the cancer stories. She's a writer on Grey's Anatomy. Shut up! I don't know what season you're on now. I know it's. I think it's the most, a few of the most recent seasons. She pretended to have like cancer and wrote all of these stories based oh on. Oh my god! You you told me about this. It's a. Oh cra- it came out like a few months ago. Yes, I think you sent the articles to the group chat, but I don't know how to read. But so I think because there's, like there's like 20 seasons of Grey's Anatomy or something. Yeah, it's insane. So like the I most do an recent on ones. That. Yes, that's it's crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah, because our friend Katie Delaney also has a story about <gasps> that. Like yes! she was on she was a writer on another show and this woman claimed right. to be like a veteran and in wars right. and things like that. And she was just not any of those things. That's cr- love it. Love imposters. Love, love an imposter. Okay, okay, sorry. We went so, on Christine was a single mom in LA. Her husband was actually in prison for armed robbery. Ooh. He had a criminal record before he married Christine, but he changed his name before he met her. So she had no idea that she like married this criminal. That's like a oh, whole no. other part of the story. But he was serving a 10 year sentence. So she was on her own with her son. Uh, so one day she gave her nine-year-old son, Walter Collins, some money to go see a movie. And unfortunately, he never returned home. 
Oh, God. So she called the police, and they launched a search, and then a bunch of tips were called in, but they didn't lead anywhere. And then Walter's dad, who was in prison, he was like, well, maybe it's someone who had it out for him, because he was like a notorious snitch in prison. Oh, that's bad. Like, he was giving people info, yeah. So he was like, oh, maybe it's someone trying to get revenge on him, but then, like, none of these leads led to anything. Fuck. But then... Five months later, while she was at her job at the phone company Union Pacific. Which is like what women did back then. Yeah, they worked in phone they, companies. Like, they, they put the, the wires. They roller like, skates. Switchboards. The switchboards. <laughs> yeah. They were working the switchboards. Down with the switchboard girl. And then an FBI agent came to her work and was like, hey, we have news about your son. We found him. And she was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. It turns out he was in DeKalb, Illinois. They had no idea how he got there. He was unharmed. Thank God. And this is a fucked up part that she had to pay for his train ticket to return home. (laughs) That's insane. Like the police didn't (laughs) pay for it. Cops are crazy. And so they reunite at a juvenile home. And so they like bring her her son. They're like, here you go. And she's like, um, I don't think that's my son. Oh, no. And they were like, sure it is. And the LAPD police captain, J.J. Jones, who was in charge of this case, just gaslights the fuck out of her. He's like, oh, he's been gone for five months. You're just stressed. Hysteria. And uh, the press was there to take photos because they wanted to make this like a big success story. Oh, no. They're like, oh, he's just lost some weight. Like, he looks different, and she asked the boy his name, and he was like, I'm Walter Collins. And, like, he said his address was, like, Christine's address. And they basically, like, guilted her into taking the boy. Oh, God. And she was, like, so distraught and confused and angry that she's like, okay, because, like, the press was around, the police were there. She's like, "Uh, okay, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's like when someone proposes in public. It's like, (laughs) I'll say yes now, and then we can talk about this later. Let's talk about this later. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a photo in the newspaper that we'll post on our Instagram, but it's like a photo of her with like the boy. The poor boy looks so excited. Like he's smiling, but like looking back, you can see like she's like, okay, I'll take a photo. And it's so weird. Oh, no. That's the uh, the caption says kidnapped five months ago in supposed revenge plot on his father. Walter Collins 10 is shown with his mother, Christine Collins in Los Angeles on return from DeKalb, Illinois, where he was deserted. Like not true at all. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know how this ends. I can't remember. But like I can imagine they just wanted to seem like they solved the case. So they like, took uh-huh. a kid from like a foster home or something and then just like gave it to her or something. Well, it, it ends. It's a, there's a crazy ending. Okay. <laughs> there's a very crazy ending. <laughs> so some insight into what was happening with the LAPD at that time. They were in a little bit of hot water because they had fucked up another kidnapping situation a few months prior to this one. Oh. Marion Parker, who was this 12-year-old girl... He was the daughter of a prominent banker, was kidnapped and held for ransom. And when they went to do the exchange, the girl was dead. She had been dismembered and tossed out the window of a car. Oh, God. It was like horrific. It was this huge national story. 
So the LAPD was like shamed and ridiculed for fucking that up. Yeah. So like even a hundred years ago, they were still fucking Seriously, shit up. Yeah. But I was looking up that story. That's like a whole other story about Hollywood crime scene did an episode. We love Hollywood on crime the Marion Parker case in 2018. Because oh, that's amazing. that's Listen its own that. it's its own kind of fucked up story. Yeah. So the LAPD was like, we can't fuck up another kidnapping. <laughs> like we need this yeah. happy ending. So this mystery boy was interviewed by psychologists, and they were like. Yeah, he doesn't really remember what happened or what his life was like in L.A. or any of his friends' names. He doesn't remember any of his neighbors. He's just traumatized. He'll be back to normal eventually. Like, they were just, like, giving excuses. They're like, he'll be fine. It's fine. Meanwhile, Christine's, like, telling everyone that that's not her son. And the LAPD is like, you're being crazy, lady. Like, this is your son. Also, this means that they're they're not out looking for the real Walter either. Yeah, they were just like, case closed. We're done with this. Yeah, here's your son. And she's like, this is not my fucking son. Yeah. So she's at home taking care of this bizarro Walter kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she like obviously notices like differences between him and her son. One of the big differences she's noticing, she's bathing him. She notices that this kid is circumcised. The real Walter's not. I mean, that's a big red flag. <laughs> that's a red flag. Unless he went to Ohio to get circumcised and then <laughs> yeah. came back, which I highly doubt was that's the case. Why, that's why he went. That's why he went. <laughs> yeah. She was keeping track of Walter's height by like pencil marks on the wall. This boy was a few inches shorter. She took him to the dentist and her real son had a gap in his front teeth and had like a procedure to fix it. But this new mystery boy never had evidence of this. So she, like, asked the dentist to write a letter to the LAPD on her behalf. Like, she was just trying to gather evidence that this boy wasn't hers. Yeah. I would call the cops from the bathtub and be like, um, not to yeah. be weird, but look at his penis. <laughs> not to be weird. <laughs> you need to see this. Unless, like, some weird miracle happened. Yeah. Or, like, what's that? Was it on Nathan for you? No, it was on How To with John Wilson. Yeah. Did you watch I that? It. It was a Nathan did, Fielder produced show. Oh, I where, loved How to with John Wilson. I don't remember the, whatever the, the is foreskin talking. guy who wanted. To no, grow, I don't remember. He wanted to grow back his foreskin. He ha- he created this like device that he hangs on his dick that like grows back his foreskin. Oh my god, no! I you don't remember, remember that, that episode? That I must have missed craziest. that episode because I think I would remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember he that. like hangs out with this guy who's like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to grow it back." Oh God! It was. Great show. Anything Nathan oh. Fielder makes. I've only seen one uncircumcised penis and I was in London, oh. England. Oh, across the yeah. pond. I was across the pond. Oh, I've seen, yeah. I've seen a few. Oh. Oh, good for you. They're fine. They're fine. They're very nice. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong, wrong with it. No, not at all. No, there's nothing. Ever, all, all, all penises are great. But true. As long um, as they're consensual. Exactly. <laughs> uh where was i <laughs> okay so in school the boy didn't remember any of his teacher's names or where his desk was <laughs> his teacher was like yeah this is not the same boy so the teacher oh agreed God. to write a letter too on christine's behalf so she went back to captain jones at the lapd with all this evidence he told her that she was a terrible mother she was cruel-hearted and accused her of trying to get out of being a mother. 
Because he's like, oh, you've had freedom the last five months and you liked it and you're just trying to get out of being a mom. I'm going to kill this guy. And they got into a huge fight. He had her committed to the state hospital. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Yeah. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Like he was willing to do anything to make himself and the LAPD look like heroes. And Christine wasn't about to fuck that up for them. I can't imagine how infuriating that would be. I... Well, also, I'm so impressionable that I would at a point be like, okay, am I being crazy? Like everyone's right. saying that this if is like, am I being crazy? Me, I would start thinking like, wait, am I losing my mind? Yeah. Like what's going on here? So she spent one week in the LA psychiatric unit. They medicated her. They treated her like she was mentally disturbed and delusional. And then finally, after a week, she spoke to a psychiatrist who was like, yeah, you're not crazy. You don't have to be here. Like, you can go. Oh, my God. And so she got out and she returned home. Meanwhile, Bizarro Walter was being kept in the juvenile home. There was another boy in this home as well named Sanford Clark, who had been arrested for illegally crossing the Canadian border into the U.S. And he was 15. He had a very interesting story himself. Uh, Oh, I'm scared. He said his uncle or cousin, I'm not sure. There's different articles say it's either his uncle or his cousin. Okay. Was this guy named Gordon Northcott. And he owned this ranch where Sanford was arrested. And Gordon told Sanford that he could live at the ranch in exchange for watching the place when Gordon was out of town. Because Sanford, like, wanted to leave Canada or, like, escape from his family or something. Interesting. But he also said Gordon never allowed him to leave. Like, he was basically a prisoner here. Oh, God. And he said that Gordon was killing kids and made Sanford help him. Oh, my God. The detectives were like, what do you mean killing kids? And so the detective had Sanford go through a bunch of pictures of missing kids to see if he could identify them. Because there had been, like, a bunch of missing kids in california like over the past year and he said he recognized a few of them including a picture of walter collins no now let's take a quick break for announcements webcrawlers has a patreon to get access to video episodes a day early shout outs merch discounts please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers you can donate as little as two dollars a month to become a bimbo patron or as much as you want Or you could donate $500. Or you could donate $500 a month. (laughs) Whatever you want. Just saying. Someone did it. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And as always, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Erios. Continue to call us and we will continue to play. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, back to our program. So then all this information became public. It was like in the news, like there was missing boys. There's apparently someone killing them. Oh, so this Captain Jones guy needed to keep lying to cover his ass. So the press asked him about this new revelation and this whole Sanford thing. And so the captain was like, well, just yesterday, Christine told me that she didn't think that the kid she had was the real Walter. We had no idea. But she had been saying this for weeks. Like, he was like, oh, she just told me yesterday. Like, I had no idea. We thought it was the real Walter. And they asked where Christine was now and how this news was affecting her. And the captain said, oh, she's very distressed. We had to put her in a psychiatric hospital. But he had, like, put her there, like, weeks ago. Like, he was just telling all these lies just to cover up everything. So then if Walter's dead... Who's this? What's the real yeah, identity who is of this, this boy? Bi- who's this bizarro Walter? Yeah. Well, it turns out his real name is Arthur Hutchins Jr. Arthur had run away from home in June 1928. He had lived in Illinois. He hated his stepmom and his dad like didn't care. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to just fucking leave town. So he just took off and he was hitchhiking, working odd jobs you know, it was like any 12-year-old does in the 1920s. Yes, in the yeah, 1920s, when yes. 12. Working in the steel mills. You're an adult. <laughs> you only have a few more years left to live. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die of consumption. Yeah. <laughs> he claimed the police picked him up and told him the plan. Oh, my God. He's Well, there's two different stories. I'm not oh. sure which one is true. He said the police told him to pretend that he was Walter Collins. But then another version is that it was Arthur's idea to pretend he was Walter Collins because he always wanted to go to L.A. and he hated his parents. Huh. So when he heard of this missing boy, that's when he assumed his identity. So okay. it's it's unclear. There's different articles that say either the police. I, I tend to think the police. I would think the police him. like, yeah, came up with the whole 
idea. Because they were like, oh, he's around the same age, about the same height. Yeah. They both have like brown hair. I feel like it was the police who died. I feel like they were probably both in on it. When he was confronted about this, he still claimed he was Walter. (laughs) He's like, no, no, I'm Walter. That's so crazy. But they had him do a handwriting sample to compare to the real Walters, and it didn't Get match. you every time. Get you every time. It was like the R's or something were R's that were taught in the Midwest. Oh, how interesting. As opposed to California. It was something very specific like that that was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's fascinating. I don't know. There's multiple ways to write an R. I don't even... Uh, uh, my My handwriting, I like... I mean, I, do I have handwriting anymore? anymore? Right? <laughs> yeah. Do I know how to I write anymore? I, I don't even know... <laughs> Because you were taught cursive, right? Yeah, but I don't... I but don't I think don't they think teach I, cursive anymore. They don't teach cursive anymore. When I was teaching, they were still teaching cursive, and then it was phased that's out. crazy. I mean, I guess well, when you sign your name, that's cursive. Yeah, they must guess you just don't teach your to... name. But like your name at this point is just a scribble. Yeah. I, hmm. I, I ate somewhere recently and I paid with a credit card and then, you know, you signed your name and then it said, mm-hmm. please hold while we verify your signature. Right. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, like my signature is different every single time. Like, how are they yeah. verifying it? And they were like, no, it just says that. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Remember when they had like match signatures, like on your, on the credit card and the, wrote? Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's all down the drain checks. now. All down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in LA, according to Sanford, this kid who was on the ranch, Walter was dead. Uh oh. And he said that Gordon Northcott killed around 20 kids on this ranch. Oh, and my so the te- detectives asked how he did it. He said that they would drive around to different towns looking for kids. Gordon would tell the kids that their parents were injured in a car crash. And the police sent him to pick up the kids to take them to the hospital. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up. And he had, Gordon had Sanford in the car with him. To make him look safe. Yeah, so, because it's less likely that a kid's just going to get in a car with an adult. If there's another kid in the car who's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, let's go. Like, they're more likely to get into the car. Oh, my God. So he would just take them back to his ranch and his barn. And he would have like four to five kids in there at a time. He would kill them with an axe. Jesus Christ. And then he would make Sanford hit them too with an axe. Oh, this poor kid. And then Gordon uh, was also sexually and physically assaulting Sanford and the kids. Like it was a horrific situation. This guy was a bad dude. Yeah. And I love that, like, it's the mother who ended up in the mental institution and not Gordon is just on the loose. So the LAPD takes Sanford to the ranch so he can show them, like, where all these dead kids are. He brings them to a dirt pit. They start digging and they find just, like, tons of bones. Oh, God. So they put out an arrest warrant for Gordon Northcott. And then Gordon's on the run. He flees back to Canada and he goes to his sister's house. But then she narks on him, and the police find him and arrest him. They bring him back to California. Meanwhile, Christine is still pissed about everything. Yeah. And she's not completely convinced that Walter's dead. Interesting. And she's, like, obviously upset about how she's been treated. So she's, like, just not going to let this be the end of her story. She wants justice for what the LAPD made her go through. 
She goes to the press and says, Captain Jones knew the whole time this wasn't my kid. He threw me in the state hospital to silence me. He's a corrupt piece of shit. And like a bunch of these women's coalitions and leagues got behind her to help as well. Like everyone was backing her. Good. Could women vote yet? Oh, wait a minute. What, what is the women's This story? is probably when women had like no rights. Uh, 1920. This was only, yeah, it was eight years after. Yeah, so this is like just women. That's crazy. Yeah, this is like just when we were thinking of women as people. Not even a hundred years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, So she, oh, so the LA courthouse, they set up a grand jury. They allowed her to testify and tell her story. And they were hoping like, oh, she would do this and testify and then she would go away. She would leave us alone. We'll just give her this. And the grand jury was run by the LAPD. Of course. It's like like when the LAPD investigates itself. Like, LAPD finds no wrongdoing of LAPD. (laughs) It's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) So the commissioner concluded that there was no wrongdoing by Captain Jones and that Arthur, but Bizarro Walter, made the story up all on his own. So they blame the kid. Yeah, blame the kid, yeah. But Christine still wasn't having it. She gets a lawyer. She wants to sue the LAPD for false imprisonment for being held at this Good. hospital for a week. And she got a ton of press. So the LAPD opens up another grand jury investigation. And then the city council recommend that Captain Jones resign. He, of course, didn't do that. Yeah. He got a four-month suspension without pay, and the civil suit made it to court. She was suing for $500,000, and she won, but she was never paid anything. You can do that? Well, the Captain Captain Jones, this guy was like, was always like, oh, I don't have any money. I can't pay her. Like, would go through all these loopholes to be like, sorry, I don't have any money so fucked meanwhile up. he's like going on these like vacations on like these yachts and stuff yeah, it was crazy yachts. so she but she kept bringing him back to court like Good. every few years to sue him but he always claimed he never had any money yeah she was john wick about her son yes. like i would not let it go if I someone if yeah. someone did that i mean i would spend this would be my new cause like this would be my yeah. new reason to live is to make sure this person's life was hell did you watch this documentary that came out, The Most Hated Man on the Internet? I watched like half an episode and then I was like, I don't know if I can get through this. Is it, is it, is it's it worth good. it? Okay, it's good. I'll, it's, it's about this mom who like gets revenge because her, her daughter's photo was put on this revenge porn Revenge site. porn. The guy was so dislikable that He's I was like, so I don't think I, I don't gross. think I can do this. I don't remember that website. Do you? I don't either, which is crazy because like he was on Twitter. It was like 2012. Yeah, and I'm like, it's weird that I didn't hear about this. This feels like something I would know about. Maybe it wasn't big in Los Angeles or something. I don't know. But like the mom is like badass, like will not give up. And then there's an episode where like Anonymous gets involved. And like, oh, they, really? They fuck up his life. It's it's pretty good. OK, I'll watch it's it. It's pretty I'll good. It. I'll watch it. Um. So, yes, Christine never got a single penny from this guy. But she was also never convinced that Walter was dead because they didn't have, like, DNA testing back then. They couldn't test the bones or whatever. All they had was, like, that kid Sanford was like, yeah, we killed him. Fuck. So this dude who killed all the kids, Gordon Northcott, he turned out to be, like, this crazy serial killer. 
And these killings are called the Wineville Chicken Coop Murders. Oh, shit. Because the ranch where he killed the kids was in a town called Wineville, about an hour east of L.A., like in Riverside. Oh, scary. Close by. Also, Gordon's mother was involved in these murders, which is even more fucked up. It's a family affair? Yeah. How? What was, what was she doing? Well, after Gordon was arrested, he did claim that he did kill Walter, but then he would change his story and say he never saw the boy. But then he would change his story again to say he did kill him. So Christine didn't know what to believe. And the mom yeah. was like the same way. She's like, oh, yeah, we killed Walter. And then was like, no, we didn't kill that kid. Like they were oh, both God. crazy. Like they were just like fucking with her. It was like, it's like, I think I've mentioned this movie before on the podcast. It's like that movie Prisoners, but I won't say anything else. <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, it came out, what, 20 years ago or something? Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's a Well, not a lot of people have seen it. It's with Paul Dano, um, Hugh Jackman, um, uh, that guy who everyone loves, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a premise that's similar. It's actually right. kind of a little similar. Uh, other than the pretending someone's kid is oh, their yeah. kid, it's kind of similar to this story. Yeah. It's a good movie. It is a really good movie. Um, yeah. So Gordon was nuts. He also represented himself in court. That's a bad. That's. Who, did, who else did Ted Bundy represent? When you represent yourself in court. You're you got trouble. problems. Yeah, you got that's your number one problem. <laughs> you got problems. Um, but what's crazy is that Gordon called Christine as a character witness for his defense. Christine went on the stand and she was like, Yeah, I don't believe he killed my son. Or she defended him in like that's her weird. son's trial. Because she didn't believe her son was dead. There she had no evidence. Hope. She's she like, I don't think he, he, yeah, he's, she's like, he didn't kill my son. And she says that days after Walter went missing, someone threw a rock through her window with a note wrapped around it that said, boy, bad, sick, afraid to call doctor. I, I don't, whatever that means. Is Stanford still out? He's not being implicated for any of this stuff too? I believe he is but he's 15 i wonder if stanford had walter hidden somewhere or something and he's sick or something i don't know but whatever that note was christine was like oh it's a sign that walter was kidnapped yeah even though it's like what is that even i mean it's a weird note to get yeah it is that she was just kind of looking for any sort of sign to say that Walter was alive. I don't know. It is very suspicious. Yeah, that's weird. Like, what does that mean? Um, so Gordon was ultimately convicted of killing up to 20 kids. Jesus Christ. His mother was also sentenced to life in prison. Good. And Gordon was sentenced to hang. That's crazy. And when they were just hung people in the 20s. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. literally crazy. <laughs> crazy. You'll be hung yeah. at noon. So a few days before he was to die, he sent a letter to Christine saying that he did kill Walter. Huh. And if she would come to the prison to talk to him, he would tell her everything. Interesting. So she goes to the prison. But when she gets there, he's... He says that he doesn't want to talk to her and he had nothing to do with Walter and he didn't kill him. 
So like he's just fucking with Christine. Yeah, this guy like, is I did, like I did kill him, but then it's like, no, I didn't kill him. This like, guy's a sociopath nuts. or oh god. So he was hung. And so Christine is like, I don't know. She still doesn't know. This poor woman. And what's crazy is that this ranch was in Wineville, California, but they changed the name of the town to Mira Loma in 1930. Oh, is that like a nice place, kind of? I don't know, because they didn't want it to be associated with the Wineville chicken coop murders. Like, yeah, you think? They're like, we got to change the name of this town. To Mira Loma. But then after, about five years after all this went down, a boy showed up, and he claimed he was a kidnapping victim of Gordon's, but escaped. So, like, this gave Christine some hope. Hope, yeah. She's like, oh, maybe he's Walter escaped. But she continued to search for Walter until she died in 1964 at 75 oh, years old. Woman. So she kind of just spent like her whole life like oh, wondering. That's so sad. I wonder, I tried to find if they tested any of the bones now with DNA, but I don't think they did. Because I, I would, well, I don't know if they had any of Walter's DNA to compare it to. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I they probably know. didn't. Oh, God, that's so devastating. Imagine just having no closure. No, it's the worst. Oh, that's so, they, so horrible. The only good thing that happened is they did change the laws and procedures in which someone can be subjected to incarceration in medical facilities. Oh, interesting. Like institutionalized? Yeah, like the police can't be like, she's crazy, send her to the loony bin. Good. Like there's good. a whole procedure that has to yeah be there should place. be like a protocol for that not like i did i disagree with you like i disagree go <laughs> 51 50 you but yeah that's that's the story of christine God, collins that is really insane and also insane that this is not the only time that's happened like it's happened with the like we said the imposter documentary yeah. um if you know any other stories that are similar to this one uh melissa where can people reach us were you kidnapped and then pretended were you to be kidnapped else? yeah let us know you can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com anyways insane story i am ali siegel i am melissa stettin and we look forward to hearing from you soon goodbye bye Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.